Universities were once known as the place where ideas could be freely expressed without consequence, no matter how silly, contentious or sensitive those ideas may have been. But a lot's changed in the last few years on campus. Identity politics is now more important than the pursuit of truth. Students and staff who don't toe the company line of left-wing progressivism are seen as dissenters. Think how we think and you'll be fine. But if you're a conservative, a Christian, or God help you both, you could find your worldview and value system mocked, criticised, silenced, or even punished by the very institution that should protect it. In short, universities have become a hostile environment for freedom of speech. Unless, of course, it's the right speech. Recently, the Institute of Public Affairs reviewed the content of 746 undergraduate subjects offered by 35 Australian universities. The report showed that a greater number of history subjects focused on identity and sexuality than on enlightenment and democracy. Overall, 244 subjects focused on identity, while only 241 focused on the essential core topics in the history of Western civilization. Quite a scary thought. There is good news, though. Last month, Campion College, Australia's first liberal arts institution, was recognised for having the number one Bachelor of Arts program in the country for the fourth year running. The college promotes an environment where students are taught not what to think, but how to think. Debate is encouraged, not silenced. And students can think and speak freely about ideas that celebrate Western civilisation without being cancelled. Dr Paul Morrissey is the president of Campion College. He holds a licentiate in sacred theology at the Lateran University in Rome, a doctorate at the Catholic Institute in Sydney, as well as being an associate professor at the University of Notre Dame. And he joins me now. Dr Morrissey, thanks for coming on the program. In terms of Australian tertiary education, Campion College is a bit like a Daniel in a den of lions right now, isn't it? Yeah, you could say that, Nick, and um, it's nice to be with you. Um... Look, it's, uh, we are a bit different and, um, and we're proud of our difference in terms of the higher education landscape in Australia and, um, and particularly in, in, the, in the type of degree we offer, which is, which is unique in Australia. So as you, as you say, we do really encourage students to, to engage in the great ideas and the great thinkers and, and debates of, uh, of Western culture and, and history and civilization. Um, we really encourage them to 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 um, to be open to everything that this great um, civilization has brought us. Um, but in the context of a, a really well structured, well organised um, degree that is um, you know truly integrated and and is is really modelled on a classical sort of liberal arts degree. So yeah, we do we do stand out in a couple of ways here, both in terms of our you know, our willingness to, to really engage those ideas, but also in the, in, in the basic structure of our degree, which is unique in Australia. Okay, let's talk a little bit about that structure first before uh, I move on to a couple of the juicier topics. Now, you've scored 96.9% on what's titled quality of entire educational experience. Can you just elaborate a little bit on that, please? Yeah, so quilt the quilt rankings and, and um, surveys are basically a, a you know relatively new initiative of the federal government just to allow you know prospective students to to look up their degrees, the institutions they're considering, and and see what you know students and graduates have 
you know, thought about the the places they're thinking of studying. So, so we've been really proud, you know, these last few years where this has been done. Um, you know, our students do rank us very highly on things like engagement, teacher quality, and so on. And um, again, we pride ourselves on that. Obviously, we're we're a lot smaller than uh, most of the, you know, obviously the the the, the main universities. But um, you know, that's a strength for us, and that really allows students to engage in what they're what they're learning and um you know it's a it's an old cliche all the tertiary institutions roll it out you know our students are, are really uh you know we know them by name they're not numbers they're they're persons not numbers right. but but for us that's that's a reality and um and students are truly engaged in what they're and we we think that's a fruit of not only great teaching but also the the actual program that we have which we think is um which is first rate and in terms of your uh, mission statement and, for lack of a better word, terms and conditions on words that students are allowed to use and ideas that they're allowed to uh, promote, where do you draw the line or where, where would you step in? What do you allow? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting question. It's, it's something, you know, I've been president here for, uh, this is my seventh year at Campion. And I've never had to step in anywhere, so it's, <laughs> so that's that's been nice. Um, I guess for us, you know, we are we are really looking at um, for the most part. We we start really from the ancient world, move really up to you know contemporary world in terms of you know our history, literature, philosophy. Um, we also teach Catholic theology here, um, and. You know, we we just we just look at the you know these great books, ideas, events, and so on, as they are, without sort of you know giving ideological lenses around them and so on. And so students, um, you know, they you know they they can debate and uh, and 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 tease out and um, and think about these these works, these ideas, these events. And um, yeah, I've I've never had to step in anywhere, so it's really not what you want to be doing as a president of a college. No, and so so again, I mean, I mean, it's it helps us because we've got a really integrated program. Our um, academics, you know, uh, are really you know they love what they teach. Uh, they love the the integrated nature nature of our program, and so there's a relative harmony there in terms of our faculty, um, our students coming in. And um, so there's there's very little in the way of um, so you know we have some robust debates absolutely, but there's little in the way of saying oh hang on a tick that's sort of you know we can't allow that here or or whatever we just it's just not a really an issue that comes up for us here. Yeah, that's terrific. Uh, I I ask that. I mean, I've had listeners contact me who are studying at some of the major universities, and it, I'm getting the impression that everything outside of perhaps physics and mathematics is being politicised. Yeah, which which is obviously problematic. We we have students, you know, obviously for us, you know, we're, a, we're an intentionally sort of Christian institute. So, you know, and although we, you know, we welcome academics from outside that tradition and we will certainly welcome students from outside that tradition as well, um, <clears throat> that does sort of colour, if you like, the atmosphere here. Um, and 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 necessarily so because that's you know why we're why we're here in some some respects, but at the same time it doesn't mean you you know you can't say that because this is what we believe or or anything. We're very happy for those, you know, in um, say theology or, or philosophy or you know whatever the case may be that you know that 
that tradition is challenged. You know, it's it's not um, you know it can be debated freely and and so on. So that's um, that's really important for us. Out of curiosity, if a student did come to you or one of your staff members and say, um, "I'm offended because several class mates were debating that." Christianity is the best worldview of the West, and that offends me. How would you negotiate that? Well, if if that did happen, you know, um, so it depends how they how they bring bring it up, whether they bring it up as sort of some sort of grievance or whatever, and, and go through the certain policies. So that would that would that would kick in. But if it was just you know someone coming to see me and saying, look, you know, I'm a bit uncomfortable, or you know, this we shouldn't really be debating this or whatever, I would. You know, just stipulate that. You know, this is um, so providing. You know, it's it's civilly done. It's done in the context of a sort of a, a you know, in in terms of an academic discipline, that that that's fine, and that that's what happens in the world. You know, people are, are there right. to 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 bring up bring up issues, to debate ideas, and not everyone's going to agree with everyone all the time. And so, it's really important to be able to to do that, and 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 maybe give some hints on how to or tips on how to how to approach that you know as in that particular individual or whatever but certainly we would we would um you know we don't want to stifle sort of debate um in in that context you know having said all that um you know as a as an institution and as one as i said you know um intentionally um christian catholic um you know, we, there's certain things that we 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 are protective of in terms of institutionally. So, for if it's you know a particular speaker, or uh, um, even in terms of you know a- academics, we we need to say, look, at least you have to be um, you know publicly um, respectful of our beliefs. Mm. So we, you know, we wouldn't necessarily employ someone who's going to be publicly anti-Catholic and try to undermine. Um, Christian faith. Um, so we have academics who aren't Christian on our faculty, but they are very respectful, and um, and so that's that's really important for us. It doesn't mean that they can't raise issues within the within the academic context. Absolutely, they can, but they can't be sort of actively trying to undermine, um, you know, our mission. Right, which I find interesting about um, some of the majors is that. By look, in my opinion, by stifling that debate, they have the kind of attitude or the belief that they're um, bettering that environment. But it, it doesn't seem to to really be having that effect. Certainly not in the humanities and social sciences. Um, these, at least in my experience at the University of Queensland, a personal story of mine was that I was doing a final a final paper on uh, Heidegger's major treaties um, being in time and I was writing about Dasein, the theory of um, his theory of existence and throughout the paper I referred to existence as he. Um, the woman who marked it said thesis statement tick and then as I started to introduce that pronoun she went through the entire paper correcting it writing um, or she uh, and at the end I was accused of sexism and I couldn't actually debate that with the faculty and I lost a lot of a lot of faith in the institution then, so it seems like there's a very big um, a very big opportunity and gap that you guys can can fill here for people. Yeah, I think um, you know being trying trying to 
present a certainly in the context of humanities, which is the majority of our um, units are humanities units. Um, you know, it's it's well publicised as your your um, your um, as your particular story goes, and you know, and then you hear lots of stories about how the humanities have become quite politicised. And um, and and always, you know, seen through a particular lens, and uh, and that's um, you know, you know, we 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 just think we're doing what what you know is fairly a normal thing to do, <laughs> is to you know, you read literature and and history, not you know, obviously everyone comes to it through a certain perspective and through a certain lens, but not with a pre preordained sort of ideology, and to and to read works. And and um, typically works in in terms of um, the primary source mm. as as crucial, you know, just to read them and 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 to think about them and to and to debate them, you know, to debate their worth, you know, and say, look, you know, I think you, you know, you know, it's it's great to read Augustine, but gee, I think he's a bit misguided there, or you know, how do we understand that now, you know? Um, so that that's that's fine. That's that's a good thing to be able to do, rather than sort of bring you know, or read Augustine or whoever it is through a through a a particular, you know, I suppose the catch goes at a postmodern lens or a or whatever lens you want to bring to, to Augustine. I enjoyed reading Confessions, however he's a white male and that's problematic. Yeah, I mean obviously that's the, you know, we we think that's that's a that's a bit crazy. So it's um so yeah, I think yeah, yeah we're doing what's you know, I would think is fairly commonsensical, but as you yes. say, you know, we 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 may be sort of really filling a gap there, and uh, and uh, you know that's that's a good thing and um, a necessary thing, and um, and look there, I think there is a general pushback now. It's uh, more and more, I think people are, are seeing, uh, you know, that the crazy stuff is a bit crazy. Um, so I think that that's a good thing to, to push back, and um, it's not to say everyone should be doing exactly the same in every university, but at least in these big public universities. There should be, um, you know, it's a it's a fairly uh, it's a used word now, but it should be really spaces whereby, you know, um, you know, great works can be read without, you know, without them being politicised. That's right, an environment where we can go back to just enjoying these things for what they are, these gifts that we've been given. Yeah, one of the real problems is that there's this basic sort of suspicion of the of the past. And I guess it's a that progressive. It's in it's inbuilt in a sort of progressive ideology that you know, if we're progressing away from the past, then everything in the past is bad. And and um and if we if we're going to study it, we need to study it with a default position that it's bad or evil or or whatever, and and then work out why it's evil and why we need to go as far away from that as possible. And um yeah, that's a real problem. It is a real problem, and it's very unfortunate because there's so much truth and beauty in. Um, in these works and if you're coming at it from a default position then it's very difficult to see that beauty I think yeah well you well it's very very difficult <laughs> well there's no such thing as truth anymore in some of these places that's a problem yeah yeah that's that's, a, that's obviously another massive massive problem um, you know it's a, you know there's different theories and different ways in which you know the humanities have seemed to be undermined one, one of the one of the um, Things that I think is is true that's happened in the humanities a little bit is because they you know they were struggling to get a a foothold in in, in particularly in, this, in the context of Australia this is um, 
you know, our, our universities are very much, you know, big research-orientated public universities. And naturally, the, 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 the humanities were being sidelined a little bit mm. in this, you know, the constant push for new sort of cutting-edge research. And, and so in some ways, the humanities were, were, were made more scientific, in inverted commas. And, um, and so these sort of, you know, new theories were, were developed sort of scientific theories of being able to critically evaluate, you know, Shakespeare or whatever. And, um, Jane and that, that basic, yeah, that basic push is, you know, led to a, you know, an undermining of the humanities for studying the humanities for their own sake. And, um, and that's what they should be studied for. And so it's this, you know, I, I think that's some way at fault in, in particularly in the Australian setting is this constant push for, you know, research, research, research has to be new, has to be cutting edge, and you know, and and and, and it's true. Our universities are fantastic in terms of, you know, in the in the scientific fields in terms of research, but um, that's where they've lost lost sight of the, you know, the nature of the university is not just about you know research, it's it's about passing on, um, you know, truth and, and goodness and. Uh, and beauty, um, you know, it's about formation, particularly in the undergraduate level. And that's why a, a grounding in the humanities, I think, is essential for anyone, um, whatever they're doing. And that's where, you know, our university system, our higher education system is um, has sort of pushed this in some ways on the humanities, I think. We, we hear about this topic, publish or, or perish. Um, how much does that have to do with the content that's being produced in terms of research. Yeah, that whole area is problematic, like really problematic, to, especially in terms of the humanities. And, um, you know, people are publishing stuff that no one reads, um, no one's interested in. Um, uh, yeah, and, and that's that's it's sort of the infrastructure of Australian, Australian higher education sort of pushes that, and it's, uh, it's a real problem. A real problem for us, um, and that's why you know, a place like Campion, that's not <laughs> we're up, we're not looking for research funding. We 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 just want to really uh, teach um, teach the humanities as they should be taught, and uh, and um, so academics here, you know, they are they they are publishing, but there's no you know their publishing is around their scholarship in general. Mm-hmm. Um, their 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 learning and their teaching, you know creates a space for them to, to, to write interesting, readable, you know, work, <laughs> both for sort of, you know, more general public consumption as well as, you know, in more academic sort of fields. So so I think that is a, is a far better, healthier balance, particularly in the humanities. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. If it's, if it's a, there's a, a genuine pursuit uh, for knowledge there and for finding what um, that knowledge may bring, it's inevitably, I imagine, going to produce more robust work that's going to stand the test of time as well. It's grounded in even more robust work that's stood the test of time from some cases for thousands of years. Yeah, absolutely. It's just moving away from that, and I'll, I'll let you go in a second. Just the truth and beauty that lies in Campion, what's on the horizon here? What courses are you offering other than your BA at the moment? Our basic uh, degree is the Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts, which is a three-year, you know, bachelor's degree as, as per normal in Australia. Um, the first two years, students do a, a core curriculum, um, so they, they all study the same core. And then in third year, they, they specialise in, in history or literature, philosophy, theology. They have to do some science in third year as well. Um, 
so that's uh, the basic degree that we have. Uh, we also have, a, you know, the first year is um, can be done as a diploma. Um, we have classics, so we have uh, both uh, classical Latin and Greek, and uh, students can do that as a diploma of classical languages. So that's that's becoming rarer and rarer in Australia. Uh, so that's um, it's quite popular with our students, and we've just moved into sort of postgraduate area. So we've um, last year we commenced a, uh, a graduate certificate in uh, religious education, fully online and accredited and we're going to move more and more in that into that space and we're hoping to offer a fourth year honours degree from next year as well um, so students could come from outside Campion having done a BA somewhere else and, and if they're suitably qualified they could do a you know thesis plus some units to, to get an honours um, degree here at Campion um, but yeah we're, we're looking to to expand our postgraduate offerings um, in, in, in the future particularly sort of in, and and to make them basically online sometimes a bit more blended but because we're sort of in Western Sydney um, our undergraduate BA degree will be always our central mission uh, which most of the students live on campus it's really trying to create that sort of collegiate atmosphere mm. yeah modeled on the states really at liberal arts college um but you know we want to extend our offerings we're constantly being asked about um you know <laughs> some from uh, older students often about uh you know potential for some postgraduate study so we're, we're really looking to move into that space the other thing just to mention quickly is um we've got a, a sort of an online sort of introduction to western civilization lecture series that'll be uh should be released quite soon, so that that's going to be quite exciting. Be open to anyone to to sort of um, to enrol in that. It's not a not for credit or anything. It's just a an online sort of thirteen lecture series on the introduction to Western civilization. Where where are you seeing uh, postgraduates? Where where are you seeing them enter? Well, I'll reframe that question. Where are they getting jobs? Oh, our graduates, yeah. Um, so <laughs> everywhere. So, so typical sort of BA degree, really. Anyone does a BA degree, they you tend to get students going off and doing uh, some graduate studies, so postgraduate studies. So they um, they tend to gravitate towards uh, education, is very popular. Uh, so they they either um, you know primary or secondary. Um, law is reasonably popular, business degrees, we've had students going to medicine, so on and so forth. So quite a variety of postgraduate studies, but quite a number of our students get work straight away. We've got, you know, we, we've, we've uh, got a, an excellent reputation in terms of our, um, our education. So our graduates are quite in demand and uh, a new pathway, a relatively new pathway for us is uh, in journalism, particularly Sky News has mm. uh, recruited a number of our students recently. Um, and they're, they're, you know, we're looking, hopefully looking at a, a more sort of um, structured pathway for that to give students, um, you know, opportunities in journalism. But journalism's a, been a popular one, working in government as well. Um, government departments, working for particular politicians and so on, writing speeches, um, working for the church, you know, in various chanceries around Australia. There's a number of our graduates working in, uh, whether it be evangelisation or working, uh, you know, on, on, on the staff of, for bishops, you know, writing and researching and so on like that. So so that's that's sort of, a, you know, but really, literally, you know, there's, there's, there's um, 
Students, we find students everywhere in the in the in defence forces. Uh, there's a marine biologist. There's a okay, yeah. Well, I guess you're you're, pr- you're producing critical thinkers, right? Which yeah is going to be very attractive um, as as more and as crazier as things start to get, and employment companies perhaps start finding out that there there's a whole bunch of university graduates who were not taught how how to think. Absolutely. So, you know, often, you know, a lot of our universities are obviously very vocationally focused, or a lot of their degrees are, and, um, you know, that's well and good. But if, if really from year 10 at school you've, all you've done is sort of focus on, you know, specific areas, um, you know, you, you may not have learned how to think more broadly or more critically about things, and therefore you're less, less, of, uh, less valuable to a, a potential employer with, you know, liberal arts graduates tend to be, uh, you know, a bit more broad-minded, um, um, more, uh, you know, cultured in a general mm-hmm. sense, but also very, um, as you say, being able to think you know, a bit more, think through things more, think a bit more critically about things and uh, so on. So that's why, you know, yeah, our students have really thrived in that sort of environment where they where, they, where a broader more general but more thoughtful approach is, is needed. But that's really in any field. So, um, and that's why I think, um, you know, more and more, you know, employers are looking for sort of, you know, you know the, the graduate attributes that, that, that our students have. Well, all the youngsters listening um, who would love to get employed for <laughs> thinking critically, check out campion.edu.au. That's C-A-M-P-I-O-N.edu.au. Dr. Morrissey. Thank you for coming on the show. Nice to speak to you.